exploration of Shakespeare's Hamlet with me, your host, Connor Hanretty. This new episode begins our journey through Act Two, which will take us over 30 weeks and will cover some of the most fascinating, incredible and challenging language Shakespeare ever wrote. After all of the exposition in Act One, things now start to get even more complicated. Hamlet may have a new motivation, but as we will see, Several other characters are beginning to show up, and those we've already met are putting their own plans in motion. Act 2, Scene 1 begins in Polonius's house, and we meet a new character. He is Polonius's servant, Rinaldo. Incidentally, this is not the only time that Shakespeare gave a manservant this name. The ever-officious steward of the old countess in All's Well That Ends Well is likewise blessed with the Christian name Rinaldo. In Hamlet, The character is referred to by name several, several times in succession. Indeed, in our text for this week, three times he's called Rinaldo, as though Shakespeare particularly wants us to remember it, or indeed as if Polonius is trying to remind himself not to forget the character's name. This new scene begins in the middle of a conversation between Polonius and his man, Rinaldo. I must confess, I'm always impressed by the manner in which Shakespeare edits scenes like this, presenting us only with the most important information. We've just watched Hamlet and his pals exit on the high of having made their pact and determining to go and set things right. Staging the transition between Acts 1 and 2 could be as simple as having the three young men exit via one door, while Polonius and Rinaldo walk on through another, at which point we begin to hear their conversation. Give him this money and these notes, Rinaldo. I will, my lord. You shall do marvellous wisely, good Rinaldo, before you visit him to make inquire of his behaviour. My lord, I did intend it. Already we're at something of a loss. We don't know yet who the subject of this conversation might be, and we don't know what Polonius is planning. All we know is that the old politician is sending his servant off on something of a mission. He is sending money and letters with him. The lack of anything but the barest details forces us to listen and pay attention. Admittedly, it's a fairly safe bet that he's sending these things off to Paris to Laertes, his son. But almost immediately, things seem to get a bit darker. Polonius suggests that Rinaldo ask around and find out about his behaviour before he visits the son in question. Why exactly should Polonius be sending this servant on a mission essentially to spy on his son and find out what others have to say about him. What sort of precedent is this setting? Is this the kind of thing that is to be expected in Claudius's court, adults and parents spying on the young? Well, we'll come to that later. Let's hear a little more of the reasoning behind these instructions. Rinaldo has assured Polonius that this little bit of spying, asking around about how Laertes has been getting on, was in fact his plan, to which Polonius replies, Mary. Well said, very well said. Look you, sir, inquire me first what danskers are in Paris, and how, and who, what means, and where they keep, what company, at what expense. And finding by this encompassment and drift of question, 
that they do know my son, come you more nearer than your particular demands will touch it. Take you, as it were, some distant knowledge of him, as thus. I know his father and his friends, and in part him. Do you mark this, Rinaldo? I very well, my lord. So Polonius clearly has decided that he really wants to spy on Laertes. He's sending Rinaldo to find out what other Danish folks, Danskers in that rather colourful version of the name, might be in France. Not only that, he's suggesting that the servant find out a rather substantial amount of information about these Danish people, and how and who, what means, and where they keep, what company, at what expense. This isn't just some mild register that he wants, like the listing of Danish registered inhabitants at the local embassy. He wants details, numbers, perhaps even receipts. It is perhaps worth noting here that the man who was said to have inspired the character of Polonius, Queen Elizabeth's close adviser Lord Burley, likewise sent a servant to Paris to spy on his son while he studied there. All of this sleuthing for Rinaldo, this encompassment and drift of question, or in other words this covering of all possible questions and therefore a general motion or drift towards a point, is in fact for Rinaldo to find out whether these expat Danes actually know Laertes. Having figured out if these select Danish denizens of Paris know his son, Polonius suggests that Rinaldo take, as it were, some distant knowledge of him. In other words, he should pretend to be vaguely acquainted with Laertes. Polonius, the spymaster, even gives Rinaldo a few lines that he could use in these situations, things along the lines of, I know his father, and his friends, and in part, him. There's a chance for some light comedy here, as Polonius checks to see if Rinaldo is even paying attention. Do you mark this, Rinaldo? It could be anything. Is he even listening? Is he writing any of it or all of it down? It's entirely possible, of course, as with Polonius's earlier scene with his two children, that poor Rinaldo has heard all of this before. Dutifully, he replies, nevertheless, I, very well, my lord. Assured of the servant's attention, Polonius continues, expanding the script that Rinaldo can use. And in part him, but, you may say, not well. But if it be he, I mean, he's very wild, addicted, so and so, and there put on him what forgeries you please. Polonius is playing something of a nasty game now, encouraging and permitting Rinaldo to suggest whatever he needs to test his son's reputation. He tells the servant ambassador to tell whatever lies he likes about Laertes, what forgeries you please. Wild behaviour, addiction, all of these are on the table. Now, to get to the bottom of Polonius's very peculiar treatment of his son, you'll have to join me for the next episode. In the meantime, there's a whole wealth of information and supplementary materials on the website, as you know by now, thehamletpodcast.com. There you can access all previous regular and bonus episodes, and indeed you can connect with other listeners via Facebook or Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll speak to you again next time.